I'm Emily Hirsch, and this is the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Attention innovators, influencers, creators, and game-changing entrepreneurs, your internet domination begins right here. We are the powerhouse marketers that you've been looking for. You're already making waves in your industry, and we're here to help amplify those waves of change by creating a connection that cuts through the noise. We take everything you've built inside your zone of genius and find its audience. With killer strategy and laser eye for impact, we launch multi-million dollar campaigns and skyrocket your reach online. And now we are doing the unheard of. We're unveiling everything we've learned, taking you behind the scenes with the Hirsch Marketing Team and giving away the secrets to our clients' success. Stay tuned for top converting strategy, ROI reports, and insider knowledge that you won't find anywhere else. You're changing the world and we're the team to help. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I am excited to dive into today's topic with you guys. It is actually inspired by the Hirsch Marketing Report. So we recently um, overhauled our Hirsch Marketing Report. My theme of all my podcasts is like, we overhauled this, we overhauled this because I was pregnant and crazy and we were overhauling everything. (laughs) But my business always grows so much when I'm about to have a baby because of that. Like I, I, I don't nest like the normal moms I think like who clean their house and stuff I do that a little bit I don't clean but I like organize stuff in my house um but I nest in my business where it's like fix everything like fix all the problems to get it to a place where then I feel like I can have a baby but it actually makes us grow a ton because we do a bunch of stuff and it's amazing what my team accomplished like in the months leading up to and even when I was having the baby because um of that like drive that we had so we overhauled our Hirsch marketing report to be like a lot more comprehensive. It's probably a, a like close to 15 page document now. Guys, the information in that report like you could pay for to get. So what happens is every week my ads team all meets together and we talk about various things. But one of them is like what strategies are working. And so we encourage the team to share like what's been working in their accounts. And then that information gets put into the Hirsch marketing report at the end of the month. Along with some other things, we have a top client, like we show you top converting ads, we link straight to them, um, we share numbers, so a lot of information. So you can get access to that at hirschmarketingreport.com. But today's topic, what I wanted to talk about, actually came from one of those meetings and was put into the Hirsch Marketing Report. And that is a strategy that's working really well for some newer ad accounts or newer pixels uh, for my team. So when you have a newer ad account, your pixel's probably new, so it doesn't have a lot of data on it about what type of people are going to take action on the pixel. So whenever you start running ads, Facebook is learning. It's learning on that pixel, like what people will convert, what people are going to convert to leads, purchases, clicks, views, and it's building this data that's extremely powerful. And so the more seasoned your ad accounts gets, the better it will actually convert. But when you're just starting out, you don't really have that data. So you're working with almost nothing. And so we've had a few clients that we started who they either had a new ad account, but they also maybe spent a very little amount, like $500, $1,000 in the past on ads. And so we didn't have a lot of data. And we had one specific um, who was an e-commerce client where we, we it was a newer ad account and she had only spent a little bit. I think she was spending like $500 a month before coming to work with us. And she's increased that to uh, 3000 I think, a month. And now is her budget. So a, a good increase. But one strategy they did was instead of setting the objective to purchase 
they set the objective to initiate checkout just to bring that pixel one step before to try to get people to take that action to teach the pixel people who are doing that. Like that's the end goal we want. And obviously if people are going to initiate checkout, a large percentage of them are going to buy. But what it does is it just speeds up that pixel's data gathering to teach it what's working and improve the overall optimization on the account and in that campaign. Every single month, the Hirsch marketing team manages over $1 million in ad spend on Facebook and Instagram alone. All of this data is compiled and collaborated on by the Hirsch marketing team into one incredibly valuable report released every single month to the public. You can get instant access to the Hirsch Marketing Report every month by going to hirschmarketingreport.com. This report is completely free to our audience and contains insider knowledge that nobody else is sharing. If you want behind the scenes access to top converting strategies, actual ads we've tested, and the latest Facebook changes, the Hirsch Marketing Report is for you. Go to hirschmarketingreport.com and get access to all the future and past reports right now. And I've heard this strategy talked about before, and I've actually been asked it. And so there's a very important caveat with it. So it works very well for purchase campaigns. So if you're running like a book funnel, um, you're trying to get somebody to buy something. And so e-commerce, physical products, you're trying to do that and you don't have a lot of data, you can bring that that step one step closer, which is um, initiate checkout. And you can try to get to see how that works. Now, here's where I don't believe and we don't believe because we've tested it. It works the same most of the time. It's still worth testing. But most of the time, it doesn't work the same in the situation where you're saying, I want leads. So bring it one step further and get me landing page views because it's not the same quality people because then you're basically just asking Facebook to get you clicks and they end up just in our experience, and I can't fully explain why, because it's like, it should make sense. Get as many people to my page, then some of them will opt in. But when we've tested this, sometimes it's given us poorer quality. So it's like, yeah, we got more people to our page, but we actually didn't get more quality opt-ins or quality applications. We actually tested this on my application funnel, which we run as a uh, conversion um, campaign to, to take the first step of the application. But we tested it as a landing page conversion and it didn't work. It actually brought in poor quality leads. My thinking and our thinking behind that, my team's thinking, is that that is because you're kind of asking for a different thing, right? Like people who just click to see a page really fast or view a landing page aren't necessarily the same type of people who are going to actually convert and sign up for something or in my case apply or maybe it's sign up for a webinar. And so I had someone ask me a question, which was, should I change my objective? If I haven't gotten a lot of leads, should I change my objective to landing page views to try to get more leads? And so my answer is actually no. And I mean, you can test it with a small budget, test it. But in my experience, it's brought poor quality leads. Where it works really well is when you can actually just move the pixel one you still have the same objective, right? So initiate checkout is still a conversion objective. But landing page view is not a conversion objective. That's just landing page view. I want people to view my landing page, which is why it probably doesn't work. Let's say that you, um, like, so, so you have a retargeted ad 
that you're, you, you have people come into a webinar, then you've got a retargeted ad. You might be able to try, you know, initiate checkout. But here's the thing. You're still, you, you know that audience. You're working with that retargeting audience. So what this really works for is cold traffic straight to a physical product. So we have influencers who run, you know, book funnels. And so that's cold traffic to like an $8.99 book or whatever. Initiate checkout is still a conversion objective. It's getting us purchases and it's cutting the cost tremendously, but it's also quickening the amount of data that we can get for those clients on their pixel to be able to get them, you know, get it out of that learning phase and show it what converts, which then it becomes a snowball and it starts converting faster and better. And this has significantly reduced this cost per purchase for this one e-commerce client just by implementing this strategy. So the key here is this. And so other people are teaching this, but they're saying you can do it with anything. The objective has to stay the same. So if you move the pixel one step before, the objective has to stay the same. So if it's a conversion objective, it has to be a conversion objective. It doesn't work to say conversion objective, change it to a landing page view. It might work. It might work for you. Um, We've tested it a few different times and it hasn't worked that way for us. Like it's been lower quality leads for whatever reason when you change that objective lower quality leads but if you keep the objective and just move it one step further on your purchase campaigns it will work and overall what this tells us is just using like to me when my team was sharing this strategy it's just again a reminder which is a constant theme um, of how important it is to season that pixel, to trust that pixel, to use that pixel's data. I recently did an episode about retargeting audiences and using um, audiences based on your pixel's data. So you can create audiences that are like people who have, you know, completed a lead, like a lead conversion or purchase conversion or initiate checkout. And you can create all these different audiences of those standard events in your pixel. And then you can create a lookalike audience of that. And those are some of our top performing audiences. But this, you know, just is another reminder that Facebook really rewards you when you when you support its data mining, basically, of your own account and seasoning that pixel and, and getting it to learn who's responding to it. And that's why those audiences also do well. So that's kind of the theme for 2020 is really um, – A lot of things roll out on Facebook with like campaign budget optimization, dynamic creative, all of those, the the central part to them is that they want you to rely more on the machine, machine learning and Facebook and trusting its algorithms and not trying to control it. Um, And that's, this is kind of that too, like try to build that data on your pixel Um, because it will help your account in the long term. So it's a quick strategy today for you guys, but I thought it was a really interesting one, a really strategic one that my team thought of and that they tested across at least five or six different accounts that it showed that it worked in the physical product space um, or straight to a product, basically straight to a a purchase page, um, but didn't work if it's for like a webinar and shifting that. And I thought that was the interesting part because that's where it can get confusing when people teach it as only just one way to do it, right? So I wanted to um, have that differentiation for you guys. So thanks so much for tuning in. If you, of course, want these strategies implemented in your own business, you can go to helpmystrategy.com to apply to work with Team Hirsch. We 
one of my favorite things about what we offer is the data, the data and the intel and strategy that we can offer clients. And the reason why we're so good at it is we have constant collaboration around it. So every single week, the team meets and has these discussions where they're all sharing strategy ideas that are working on their account. And, you know, I have 10 ads managers who all have five clients. Like there's so much intel. So when you come in as a client, you get that shortcut to all of that data. You get instant access to all of that. That one person or an in-house team just could not access, which is why we've got people who have massive in-house teams hiring us to audit and come over and take over their ads because they just can't keep up with this level of strategy that we are able to have. So go to helpmystrategy.com, apply to work with Team Hirsch, and I will see you all next time. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies, dive deep into the Hirsch process, and listen to our most popular episodes over at hirschmarketingunderground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives with this content. That's all for now, and I'll catch you next time. Thank you.